Okay, how do I say this politely? Um, not excusing yourself when you're in a crowd at the table, if you know what I mean. What it is, what it do, this is Rambling, your weekly Rams podcast that gives you insight of the team and news from around the NFL. I'm your host and team reporter, Serena Morales, coming at you from Agora Hills, California, as we head into week lucky number 13. The Rams are now 6-5 and five after losing to the Ravens and are now continuing to grind, preparing to face Kyler Murray and the Cardinals in Arizona. Joining me today, he's someone the Rams fans, all Rams fans know very well. You could call him Mr. Championship because as a Husky, he won the national championship, then he goes undrafted, he gets scooped up by the Rams, becomes one of the best defensive tackles in franchise history. He wins a Super Bowl with the 99 team. We happen to work together for Rams home games. You can hear him on the radio covering the sidelines for all Rams games. We bond over Scotch. DeMarco Farr. Because <laughs> you know. Because wow. you know. You know, once I got that scotch, you were like, oh, man, Serena's got, like, extra muscles I wasn't aware that of. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, when you lead with the scotch, that was awesome. That was our kind of a get-to-know-you moment. What's up, man? What's How up? Are you? Uh, well, I'm doing all right. It's raining here it in L.A. It just started pouring. We can yeah, hear the roof. No Come on. It's just rain. It's just water, you know? How am I going to get we home, DeMarco? You're right. We need it. Come on. California needs the rain. You should, you should pray for more. Come on. Speaking of rain, it, it rained a little bit too much uh, on the field Monday night. Um, aside from the obvious, DeMarco, what happened? <laughs> what happened? We were both on the field. We watched that game. What, what happened? Well, okay. How many games have you stood on the sideline for? College, pro, everything. Uh, like, what do you think? Like, uh, you know, a lot, you know. A lot, right? Yeah. Uh, me too. Uh, been <laughs> in games, called games, been out on the sideline for games. Um, I, I haven't seen a quarterback that fast in a long time. Michael Vick was, was blazing fast, but Lamar Jackson this year is on a completely different level. Um, and they're on a roll. And that offense was really damn good. So um, if you can't keep up the scoring with them, you're going to get run out of the gym. So, um, you know, they're great. Uh, the Rams didn't play their best game uh, on Monday night when it mattered most. And, you know, a, a Super Bowl contender just steamrolled them. So uh, I think that can happen to anybody if you don't play your best game against Baltimore right now. For sure. Wade Phillips called um, Lamar Jackson a Mike Vick plus, if you will. Just like, yeah. Here, just yeah, yeah. give him some extra Skittles or something and he gets going. You know, I just asked, I just asked Kirk Morris and, and, um, and Maurice Jones through. We just finished taping all access. Have you seen Lamar Jackson slide feet first yet? No. Oh, well, no, I, me either. I don't. I, I don't, don't want think he's to. Ever had to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he blows away the angle. That's um, crazy. You know, You're totally protects, right. Yeah, he protects himself like a running back with that speed. So, you know, they're going to be a tough out for anybody going forward. You're right. He doesn't do the quarterback like I'm going to slide in at like at second base or when you're like stealing a base in baseball. He doesn't do. Yeah. That. Huh. Nope. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen it. Maybe he did. Yeah, well, Matt said Kyler Murray might, but then. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Kyler Murray, that's who we're facing next. The next, uh, the Rams, I mean, you know, the NFC West, unfortunately, is a very, very, very good division. So we have to play all these really good teams twice. And we're going to face Kyler Murray and the Cardinals for the first time this season. I want to say it was a good learning experience to go against Lamar Jackson, huh? Oh, no doubt. I mean, 
I think the if you played Baltimore again, I, I, I think maybe the result would be different. Yeah. Uh, you might change some things. Uh, I think you learn some things about yourselves and about them on Monday night. So the next time you play them, it, the, the result could be different. So uh, that bodes well for you going into Arizona facing a, a similar quarterback. So uh, you got to look at a, you know, a similar scheme with a faster guy. So you'll have a chance to corral Kyler Murray, but you know, they're going to have a plan for you. Um, they're going to take what they saw on Monday and try to exploit the same holes that Baltimore did. So uh, this is not going to be, you know, just a, a, a cakewalk or a walk in the park. These guys can exploit you just as bad as, as Baltimore did if you don't play better on defense. For sure. And Sean McVay said at the beginning of the season, I go back to this a lot, but he said, we won't have as good of a record as we did last season, but we will have a better team. Now, the Rams are now going into the toughest schedule ahead, I think, in all of the NFL. So what is the key to getting through it and getting some of wow. those big wins? Well, Serena, I mean, you're, 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 you're looking for magic. You're looking for a miracle. You're looking for a hero. And usually your hero is your quarterback. Yeah. Um, so to me, the only guy that can lift you out of this or bring you back from what just happened on Monday night is Jared Goff. Uh, you need some magic from the pocket. Um, you, you've got to make your team believe that they can be world beaters again. And, and the only way for me, in my opinion, for that to happen is they've got to believe it from the pocket first. Yeah. You know, aside from, from this, this game and from this season so far, I, I thought it was pretty cool. On Monday night, the Rams 99 Super Bowl team was acknowledged on the field. You were on that team. Uh, I think you said uh, what you remember from that game is that you wanted to throw up. All the time. <laughs> uh, well, um, this is funny. Everybody gives me like heat because it's on video. Me and Kevin Carter coming out with like 36 seconds ago in the Super Bowl. Yes, we were dead tired. Um, when I'm walking off the field in that video and you see me and Dick Vermeil going off about you want out of the game with 36 seconds to go. Yeah. yeah um, if they kept that shot going, there's puke. Wow. So <laughs> you, you, know? you threw up, threw up. Man, I mean, look, God rest his soul, Steve Air McNair was the toughest or the worst matchup for anybody in the world in that situation. Yeah. He was as big as our linebackers. He, he, he could run like a deer and he could throw it a mile. Um, and he was on fire. So, And they had the ball, I, I don't know, like uh, 27 minutes of the, of the second half. It was incredible how long they had the football. We just could not get them out. So, yeah, I was gassed out. But, you know... You, I'm glad we got a stop. We made the stop and we won the freaking game. But <laughs> my God, that took me to the limit, man. No doubt. Most stories don't uh, aren't like good memories when there's throw up involved. So I like that this oh, one, this one won. This one, that, <laughs> this one is a good story. It, it, happy ending. <laughs> um, aside from that, you know your teammates on that and that '99 Super Bowl team, Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce, have once again become semifinalists for the Hall of Fame. What is your argument for them to get in that final nod? Like, what do you remember about those two in particular? You know, uh, the only thing I can do is, is base it on my experience and yeah. the guys that have gone in that, at, that, have, that are in the Hall of Fame that I have played against. Uh, so Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, uh, you name it. Um, Tory, Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce are just as good, if not better, than guys that are already in the Hall of Fame, in my estimation from what I saw, the threat they presented and the production and just how precise they were with routes. Everything that when you talk about 
and give credit to some of these young receivers for the things they do. This is the stuff Isaac did. Uh, when they used to give Jerry Rice credit for the things he did, this is the stuff that Isaac and Torrey did in their own right for St. Louis without a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing the football to them until Kurt Warner showed up. So right. um, they're great football players. So if you say X, Y, and Z are Hall of Famers and we're, they're wearing gold jackets, then these two guys definitely deserve theirs. And I know you've talked before about the comparison of like maybe he's not getting the the recognition he deserves because he was a quieter guy and not – as a vocal a personality as somebody like Randy Moss, but just kind of run us through your explanation on that for the guys who haven't been with us the last year or two and heard that conversation before. You know, yeah, I, I, teammates with Isaac Bruce my entire Ram career, and our lockers were, you know, we were two doors down. So we grew up together in the league. Um, and we had discussions about that, and it was kind of a running joke. Isaac really didn't speak to anybody. For about two years he's just a very quiet guy but you know he was a great teammate mm-hmm. uh if you talk to him he talked back to you he wouldn't ignore you he wasn't a jerk he just you know he's a quiet guy so you know we used to talk about the flamboyant people the guys that were always you know running flapping their their yaps and getting pub and people the media would confuse that with being great and kind of overlook us um you know for him, we knew that we had to win for him to get his due. So Isaac Bruce catching the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl was so apropos. Um, it's just a shame that I think a lot of people have missed that story. We don't get there without him. Uh, we're not even close to anywhere championship level without Isaac Bruce. Um, I think he gets overshadowed by some of the other guys that were on that team. But, you know, Isaac Bruce was our rock that we – supplemented with Marshall Falk. We, we got lucky with Kurt Warner. We supplemented Isaac Bruce with, or, with uh, Orlando Pace. Um, he was our guy. So there's somebody out there that knows his entire story. I just hope that guy can tell it properly so that, other, that, that people in the room would understand it when they're making their vote. For sure. I mean, I, I would say for all the times that I've been here and, and like Isaac Bruce and Tori Holt are two of Rams legends for a reason. So we're hoping that they oh, finally yeah. get the thumbs up. And one thing about Tory, one thing about Tory, Isaac Bruce, and I'm not even trying to exaggerate, he was the most competitive guy I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he would torture some of our DBs. We would have to, like, (laughs) pump guys in the defensive room after practice. We would have to, like, pump their ego up because Isaac had just tore them apart in practice. Uh, So the only guy I've ever seen that could take the football away or demand it more when Isaac was on the field was Tory Holt. And you couldn't deny it because he was making the same sort of plays as Isaac. So you just had two great players on the field at the same time. Uh, Speaking of uh, great players, um, there's a ton of them on the Patriots. We're going to move to some news from around the NFL. And I don't know if you heard this, DeMarco, but the flu has hit the Patriots locker room. Eight players are listed on uh, do not play, did not play. Um, Has that ever happened to you during your career? Eight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It happens a lot. Every team goes through something. I mean, think about it. You're in a locker room. You shower together. Totally. You're in a training room. Yeah. Every, people have kids. <laughs> kids are, they, they, <laughs> That's what it you is. You know, I mean, you come into the locker room with germs. Everybody's got it. You're on a plane for eight hours. You know, um, it, it happens. You got to deal with it. But, you know, believe me, I mean, you got everything known to man back there to make you feel better when you're not feeling well in the NFL. So uh, it sucks, but you got to deal with it. 
I was like, hey, it's a lot of people. But, yeah, I guess that does happen yeah. every once in a while. Imagine game day Absolutely. would be awful, but a lot of vitamin B shots or something. I don't know how much you can. You know, <laughs> the steam room is full. The steam room is full, right? <laughs> Get that out. Um, another story that was a little, uh, it was a, it was tough, but it stood out to me. Eagles guard Brandon Brooks um, actually came out and he said he left the game because he had an anxiety attack. Um, I think that fans forget that players have a lot of outside influences that affect them on game day. I actually found out today that Weddle, Eric Weddle lost his grandmother today. How do you, Oh wow. Yeah. How do, I mean, how do you compartmentalize those things? Uh, you know, I mean, you're human, um, but you also have a job to do. Um, you are a pro, um, you know, being a pro is, you know, a lot of kids and they're kids, uh, but they confuse being a pro with being paid. Being a pro means you got to, you got to perform through this stuff. Uh, it's just like any musician or actor or whatever, um, you know, government official. Uh, through every your hardship, you still have to go to work the next day because that's what you're being paid to do and that's your job. So uh, it's rough. Um, you try to make it as comfortable as possible for mm-hmm. your teammate. Um, you try to do the best you can for your teammates through that situation. But, you know, um, it's not always going to be perfect. Um, you know, it's life. Things happen. And then just overall, the 49ers, they're really good. They showed the Packers that they're really good. They showed everyone that they're really good. The 49ers are what? You know, um, out in front. That's where I'll put them. Okay. I'll say they're out in front right now. Um, I, we can go through the last 10 years. You can go through the last 50 years of professional football. There have been teams like this before. Um, in November through December is where you separate. Um, what you've done doesn't matter going forward. You know what I mean? So let's see. If, if they can get by Baltimore, if they're still the same team, say, a month from now, then they're one of the best teams in the league. Um, so right now they're out in front. Uh, they're the hunted. Uh, the Patriots and Tom Brady function well in this environment. Let's see if Jimmy Garoppolo and San Francisco can function well uh, as the the hunted instead of the hunters. Serena. What is it? Serena. Check, yes. Check your watch. Check my watch. DeMarco, do you know what time it is? <laughs> no. What time is it? It's time for Serena's social segment. <laughs> oh, no. no. I'm not doing. Oh, no. This is it. This is it, DeMarco. I'm not doing a social segment. No, oh, yeah. No. It's happening. We got a no. hashtag on, for man. you, We're my friend. A great football conversation. <laughs> we got a hashtag for you. It's okay, hashtag ways to ruin Thanksgiving. So I'm curious. Oh. Ways to ruin DeMarco's day. <laughs> do what would ruin segment. your Thanksgiving? Okay, how do I say this politely? Um, not excusing yourself when you're in a crowd at the table, if you know what I mean. What? After you've eaten, you know, you've eaten a lot of turkey, stuffing, gravy, you're full. You know what I'm saying? You're full. You're full of a lot of things. And, you know, there's relief to be had. And that relief caused, you know, it it means you must excuse yourself. I'm just saying, you must excuse yourself for relief. How to ruin Thanksgiving is just do it right there. This episode not (laughs) officially sponsored by Pepto-Bismol. Oh, my God. For the joke, it will work. How many players, like, because I know a lot of guys, like, are going to Whitworth's tomorrow after practice and stuff. Like, are you you experiencing this from, like, your football days where you're just like, oh, yeah, we have Thanksgiving, and then everyone's just like, yeah, we're sitting at the table. No, no, no. 
<laughs> yeah, I've had people over. I used to have people over. I used to. I I call them the, the wayward few, the 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 rookies that didn't have a place to go, just come to my house. Um, so we we had big, but teammates were great. I mean, young guys when they come over, they're so respectful. I mean, they're overly respectful, mm-hmm. and you like that. Um, but usually when people that don't excuse themselves, it's my family. And it's usually the oldest people in the room, so you really can't say anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everyone right now is nodding their head. They're like, oh, my God, yes. Uncle Pete. Yes. You know, there's always that one guy. You're just like, thanks, yes. Classic Pete. Classic Pete. Yep. One, my 95-year-old aunt can do what she wants. One thing I will address <laughs> about that, we talked to Bobby Evans yesterday, and he was just saying how thankful he is that, like, you know, people forget that he's a 24-year-old kid, thousands of miles from all his friends and family, and that he's here for the holidays. He was just going to order a pizza and, and skip it, but he got invited somewhere and he was just That's nice. that, so it's really cool. That's cool. Um, wow. Next, next up, uh, let's talk some things that you may or may not be thankful for. So I'm going to say a couple of things, and you tell me if you're thankful or not thankful for it. Candied yams. Thankful. Oh, I'm not thankful. I could do it. I like, I think some sweet stuff, but like too much sweet, you know? What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Go ahead, Maddie. <laughs> Cranberry sauce dot, dot, dot in a can. Not thankful. Ah, thankful. I like cranberry sauce. But not in you a know? can. Well, just don't show me you're taking it out. I, I mean, who cares where it comes from? <laughs> I know. As long as it's there. That's what all yeah. cranberry sauce is at Thanksgiving. It's like, don't tell them it's from the can. Yeah, I don't want to hear the sound it makes when it comes out. Just serve it up. Okay. Uh, mashed potatoes? Question mark? No. Thankful. 100% thankful. Okay, but see, here's the thing. I've been told that, like, some people just don't. Have you seen my butt? <laughs> declining to answer for this podcast um, everyone's gonna go look up i don't DeMarco know somebody, somebody right told now. me i was crazy because i wanted mashed potatoes for thanksgiving and they were like why what and i was like they're crazy uh, i don't know uh 100 mashed potatoes any potato any salted potato any potato that's not salted starch okay uh, starch, uh starch, last starch. one black friday are you oh no not not thankful not at all no nope. yeah I feel like I would just I, rather I shop go, online. I don't want to go play the Hunger Games for a TV. Does that still happen anymore with all the like online deals you can get? Yeah. I, yeah, people go out, man. It's a it's a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah, <sighs> I'm just not into it. I, I'm not I'm not really thankful for it because I feel like there's so much Cyber Monday. It's just too much. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Um, and then we wrap up this podcast every week with asking our guests: If not for football, then what? DeMarco, obviously you played the game, you cover the game, football is your life, so I'd be very curious, if football did not exist in this world, what what would you uh, what would you be doing? Oh, I'd be the world's best goaltender in hockey. Are you kidding me? I'd be in somebody's net right now. Absolutely. I'd be glove saving my butt off. Yes. You would be Think a hockey how player. Much net I would block. Yeah. Oh my god, Think about that's Aaron genius. Donald as a <laughs> come on now, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that would be. That's cool. actually uh, genius. We gotta get see? more come people. On now. Get a defensive tackle to be a hockey goalie. Oh yeah, and you're gonna give me a stick too? Oh yeah, come on. <laughs> and glove, <laughs> glove and stick. Did you play? Thank you. Did you play hockey? I did when I was a kid, and it was funny. Um, my mom spent like a grip, a whole bunch of money on you know, the equipment, because I was playing goalie. And then the next, I, I think I grew like six inches and gained like 40 pounds in the summer. And I had to get 
all new stuff. She's like, oh, no, we're not playing this sport ever again. Oh, my gosh. Imagine he could have been on the Kings. Joe Noteboom plays hockey. Oh, you're right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Dude, come on. Love it. Absolutely. I actually like that idea. All right, DeMarco, I want to wrap up with one last thing before we let you go, and I'll bring it back to football for you so you're a happy man. What okay. was What was your record on the 99 team? What was the record? Yep. 13-3. Uh, and three. Correct. What was the record yeah. the following year? Uh, did we win 11 games? 10. Ten and six. We won ten games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I then, see, absolutely. I see what you're doing here. I'm and picking then the up next what you're year. Down. You went back to the Super Bowl. I'm picking yeah. up what you're putting oh, yeah, down, Maddie. What was the Rams' record hey. last year? <laughs> Thirteen and three. There you go. And we're looking to head to 10, 11 win season. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. So Rams fans, I, I see where you're going. The sky is going. not falling, right, Demarco? Yeah, Look at Matt, I picking see where you're it going. up. Yeah, I like yeah. that, Matt. I see. We're still at sea. The boat hasn't sunk. The boat you hasn't know, sunk. And also... We can see land. <laughs> a lot of the guys, at least, you know, being around the locker room, there's been a lot of positive energy. So, we'll, uh, that's always a good thing to see. No doubt. No doubt. And Absolutely. And it's always nice to see you, DeMarco. I appreciate you coming on the pod. That's it. Our 17th episode of Ramblin' is in the books. Uh, don't forget, for those looking for more All Things Rams, make sure you check out our other team podcast, Rams Revealed with J.B. Long. He cut up with Rams rookie O-lineman Bobby Evans earlier this week. Check it out.